ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We have bellied up to the bar, and I was just talking about this. If you haven't figured it out yet, we are in one of our military holes where everybody's been prior service work. So we brought with us, listen, I think I do good things for other service members and say nice things and try to point them in right direction. And then sometime in your life, you meet somebody who's like, that's cute what you're doing. Let me show you how to really do this. And those of you who don't haven't figured it out yet, the whole budget blinds, that's mine. I own budget, two budget blinds in this area. That's when you hear those. And we wanted to do some, we wanted to support veterans. We wanted to take care of our own back in October. And instead of following, you know, what everybody else does, here's Susan G. Komen, and they're all great organizations. I wanted to focus on veterans. I wanted to focus on female veterans. So another friend of ours who has been on the show before said, well, you got to talk to Melissa Washington. You got to meet this lady. She's absolutely amazing. She is a rock star. So I said, well, what branch of service was she? And they told me Navy. And I was like, well, I guess I'll talk to her anyway. I'll accept that fact. So I met Melissa. We had a great conversation. And afterwards I said, well, I got to get you on the show. So joining us all the way from the left coast, uh, hopefully she doesn't have to bring out a rowboat or anything like that with all the weird storms and everything that they've got going on here. But joining us is the founder, CEO, and El Jefe of Women Veterans Alliance, Miss Melissa A. Washington. Ooh, thank you. Thank you, Sean. I was trying, I was just trying to hold up to your image. I mean, I mean, you're kind of a badass, Melissa. Uh, uh, you know, thank, you, thank you. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So before we get too far into talking about what Melissa's got going on, talking about Women's Veterans Alliance, we got a little bit of uh, house cleaning to do, starting with our big board over my right shoulder, sticker and a cause. We got a couple of stickers to talk about today. If you've got something you're supporting, maybe you've got an organization where you're helping out folks, you've got stickers for that, you've got a band, you've got a podcast, I don't care what it is. You can reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, X, Instagram, TikTok, even our email is the above the bar podcast at gmail.com. Reach out. Let me know what you got going on. I'll go ahead and uh, read about your stuff live on the air. And the two we got, both of them are prior guests of ours. First one is Chris Hedberg. If you don't know who Chris is, Chris is a pro look at this. We're going to stay with prior service. Chris is a prior service Navy petty officer who won forged in fire, uh, which is the show where you, everybody like makes weapons and they have to recreate all these different things. I actually have here at our, at the house. I can't reach the one. He made me a dragon bottle opener. That's uh hand forged. It has scales on it. Uh, we gave out bottle openers to some of the, my sons for Christmas. So he sent this out. One of his stickers, heavy hitter. You can find him on uh, Instagram and you can find him on Facebook. It's Christopher E. Hedberg. If you're looking for anything to be forged, uh, I just got this from him uh, today. It's a box opener. 
I don't care what, what nobody has to say. It's a box opener. See that? It's got a curve. I can cut open the box. It's safe on the backside so you don't hurt yourself. This is how this works. See? It identifies as a box opener. That's what I'm going to say, and that's how I'm going with it. Don't make faces at me, Melissa. That's what it is. And then those of you that knew Heather Burt, Heather was on. Uh, she's a prior Marine, now in the Air National. Here's one for you, Melissa. You ready for a good one? So she went from being a MP in the Marine Corps to the Air Force's version of an RP, religious uh, practitioner. They're the Air Guard version of an RP. Tell me that's not a move. That is a move and a half. When she sent this out, a couple of stickers. She's got Yield 2, the number 2, Evolve. She's got her book. Make sure you check out what she's got going on. She sent hat her mom sent me a uh a koozie for around around a beer bottle it's so cool and it actually looks like an lbv uh load bearing vest and she sent us some other stickers uh a calvin and hobbs sticker that says uh fly with your friends and then kind of a play on words for the the service of the uh, ride share service lift it says airlift less ride and it's a c-130 on there so some really cool stuff. So make sure you go check out what they've got going on. You know how this is how it works, folks. You got to support those that support you. Other thing we got going on here is, hey, I've already mentioned them. It's budget blinds. If you're in the capital re region and you know budget blinds of East Greenbush or budget blinds of Hudson and Cooksaki, New York, I can already see that right behind Melissa. If you know me, I can always pick out my window treatment. She has plantation shutters behind her. And plantation shutters, if you didn't know it, folks, are the only window treatments that you can add to your home that are actually a capital improvement. They actually improve the value of your home by adding those. So if you're interested in something like that and you're in the capital region, make sure you reach out to Budget Blinds of East Greenbush or Budget Blinds of Hudson and Cooksaki, New York, and let them know that you're there to belly up to the bar. Now, there's a couple of you that are watching right now. If you're finding me through Melissa or Melissa through me, do us a big favor. Make sure you're asking questions today. And make sure you share this to every site that you have access to. That's how everybody's word gets out. That's how everybody finds out about what's going on. All right. All the house cleaning's done, Melissa. How are All you? All right. It was a mouthful today. Like I No, that's great. Yeah. So I learned I learned something. I, I learned, you know, about different types of box openers. Yeah, see, I mean, this is a very, I mean, it's very safe. It has a finger hole in the bottom so that you don't lose your grip on it. It's it's curve it's curved so it doesn't hurt you. See, and my son told me it was not, wasn't a box opener. I said, son, he was in the Coast Guard though, so he doesn't no, know. That's okay. Yeah. It, I mean, he was a he was a puddle pirate, you know. They they can't help him. So <laughs> let let's see if I can get get some things right today. Okay. So Melissa, so you're the founder of Women's Veterans Alliance. Yes. Let's see. Uh, you were. Prior service Navy. Yes. Uh, your award-winning advocate, speaker, author, entrepreneur. Yes. Um, let's see. Also, I know this because we talked about it. You And it's not just helping service members transition out of the service. You also help uh, women's businesses with loans and grants and that type of stuff. Am I, am I hitting all the key things so you're, far? You're, you're, hit, you're hitting all of them. So, yes. But now, and, and your husband's prior service, if I yes. remember right from our yes, conversation. Yes, he's a retired Marine, yes. 
and we never retire. We we just don't fit in our uniforms anymore. Well, that that is true. I'm glad he's not listening. Yes, that is true. <laughs> he he would just go. I could still get it. You would end up. You would end up leaving, and the tricolors in them camis would be one color because we just stretch all of it out completely. It happens. Well, you can get into the dress with the jacket, but I don't know if the belt will go around. <laughs> I couldn't imagine if I tried to put that jacket on. I was I'll be like, see, I've been working out too much for the jacket to fit. That's what it is. So, but you've been doing this. How long have you been involved in, in you know, start with Women's Veterans Alliance? When did you start that? 2015. Okay. And what was kind of, you know, there, there's, and I've talked to some other folks about this. I don't remember if you and I discussed it or not, but there's a lot of veteran service organizations. Are, are you considered as a VSO, veteran service organization? No, but some people want to have us considered as a VSO. I don't I don't see us as a traditional VSO. No. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, the traditional, like the VSOs, legacy groups, like the VFW, American Legion, then you have veteran service organizations. Um, so I feel we have our own, our, our own category. Yes, we do serve um, women, uh, but I feel we, just, we do it a little bit. We do it a little bit differently. And how do you guys do it? Do it differently? Yes. And excuse him. He's going to keep coming up. That's and all right. down, so we, my Corgi learned how to go down the steps today. He's <sighs> a year, year. He's a, he's a year and a half old. And uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to figure out how to go down the steps today, dad. And he, as soon as he got down, he peed on the carpet. Oh, okay. Did he get it back? Did he come back up? Oh yeah. He, he has no problem. He never had a problem going up the stairs. It's with the little stumpy legs. His legs can't be, but about four inches tall. It was going down the steps. He's like, mm, this is sketchy, dad. This is a little <laughs> sketchy. So, but, but what kind of pushed you to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yes. So um, let's talk about that. So in um, 2014, I was looking for opportunity to network with other women in a professional setting. I wasn't interested in the traditional veterans group. Um, I, I didn't need an MST support group. That's not, so I said, it's you know, an M- what's an MST support group, military sexual trauma. Okay. Support group. So I couldn't find one. I did look around cause I don't want to create something if it's already there. Um, so sense. in January, 2015, I got about 20 women together at the local El Torito's in Sacramento. And what started as a third Thursday of the month meetup um, evolved into women veterans Alliance where we help, you know, women, Financially, economically, socially, mentally, now nationwide. Um, that's that's where it, where it started. And um, I always like to think back to that day or that evening that we had. So, you know, we're at this Mexican restaurant, El Torito's, which is no longer there anymore. But, uh, you know, the restaurant had this big, this big, long table. And so we're in like in this you know, this area and all the women are gathered around and most of the women didn't know each other prior to, um, we had enlisted, we had officers, you know, all the different branches and we're just going around, you know, everyone's, you know, shooting the shit. We're laughing. Some women, you know, it's crying. It's just one of those things. Right. Where we, we could have closed that restaurant down. <laughs> Seriously. It was that, it was that. Yeah. The, the meaning of it and the what women needed was amazing. And that's why we, we agreed, okay, let's meet the third Thursday. So the next month we met, guess what? It continued to get more. There was more. 
more women, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, this, this is no longer a hobby. This is like, this is serious. I mean, there is such a need for women to connect, you know, and, you know, and looking at how underserved and unrecognized we are in the community. And, you know, and I've had women come up, even the first, second, third meeting, she said, I thought I was the only veteran in Sacramento. And I thought she was serious, but she truly felt like she was the only one here. Um, so to have that. So yeah, we would go each month to find a different restaurant, have a speaker. And then it's like, oh my, now I need to, now I need to create a name. Now I need to get a Facebook page. Now I need to do a website. It's like, oh my gosh, now I need to do all these things. And how serious is this? You know, is this going to be right, a community right. group? It's like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to turn this into a business and then go through that whole, you know, that whole process of going through everything. Um, and I just, I, I jumped in. I didn't, I was in the deep end. I was, in, but in the deep end good because I can swim. Right. But it wasn't like I said, okay, I'm going to put this business plan. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, this was, this was my purpose. Um, this is everything that I've done in my past from, you know, all the jobs and other things I've had for me to be here, to be, and this is giving me an opportunity to be successful because of all the things that I've, you know, connections I have and people and to, and to do what I love to do. I mean, to be able to talk, right. to sit here and talk and not just share my story. I like to be, you know, it's, it's about all of the other women veterans, not just me and, you know, what I did and in the military and that um, it's about how we can make sure that we are recognized. And also too, that, um, women were also two women that identify themselves as veterans. That's still, we're still working through that. Um, what do that, you, what do you mean women that identify themselves as veterans? So women don't identify. So there's still, there are still women who do not consider themselves veterans Why not? Or the, because they feel that they weren't in combat. Um, they didn't go overseas. Uh, they served during peacetime. Um, they just okay. did two or three years. It's one of those things. It's like, Oh, I, I just are, uh, one of them was, she said, I just went in to go to pay for my schooling, my nursing. That's all I went in for. So I'm not a veteran. She didn't consider that that was weird. Like, yeah. I guess, I, but I guess, you know what? I've known male veterans that are the same way. They're like, I had a buddy when he, for, he retired probably about five or six years before me. And I was like, Hey man, make sure you, you get all your benefits over the VA. He's like, I'm not going and getting no benefits. I didn't lose any limbs. I wasn't, I didn't do these things. I'm like, bro, we did 20 years on recruit 20 years in the Marine Corps. I did 12 on recruiting duty. You did more than I, you did 15. Like our parent parents were our insurgents and he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Years later, he wised up. But so how do you, so all this is going on. Were you working at the time? Did you have a job, yes. a career already? I did have a career actually just um, that year prior, I launched my first book called get back to work. So I was already going you know, going to different places to sell the book and like a little book tour. And then I also have my own business where I um, will go to events, conferences or uh, companies and talk about LinkedIn. So that was my, okay. some of my background was that that's what I was doing. So I'm doing this, you know, I'm, this is the road I'm going down with my business. And then this came and then it's just kind of just, like I said, I was, I was full on, on in, but then also to creating this is like, how how do we create revenue so this can be a you know we can i can sustain this right. to do um what needs to be done and it's one of those you know just like any other entrepreneur small business owner you know i didn't want to take out a loan i mean i did refinance my house because i was i wanted to i knew this is where i was supposed to be 
um, to to have that. And you know, when we had to make a you know a small sacrifice in the beginning, but I mean, it's all we're still here because you know most businesses went three to five years if they're that right. long. Um, so even after eight years, it's it's sustainable. But you know, I got my hands and doing other things too. You know, I got to have additional streams of income. Well, I, I can definitely see that. So, so here you are, you know, you, you kind of started this, you know, I don't mean this out in a mean way, but you started it for a selfish region. You were like, Hey, I need, I need these connections back. I lost this. I need this. And I don't need, you're going to have to correct me on the language I'm about to use. Cause I can't think of another word. You didn't want something where somebody was going to, you felt like somebody was going to feel pity for you. You wanted something that was going to empower you and empower other women who were leaving the services. Am I hitting it right? Absolutely. We're not a charity. And I mean, I just, you know, and that's something too. It's, I mean, yeah, they're veteran, you know, nonprofits that are charities, but I don't, I don't want veterans. We're not, we're veterans. It's we're not charity. Thank you so much for saying that. I, it absolutely drives me nuts when, with when they make us when people make us to feel like we're some kind of a charity case and and the constant like i don't like being felt like i i've been wheeled out for your political purposes like that really pisses me off beyond belief uh so i get you so so as this is building as this is growing you're you're realizing that this is an animal with a life of its own out there what was some of the reaction like i mean was your husband still on active duty at the time no he was he had already retired he, he was already retired. working with he's on his second retirement the federal government um <laughs> yes you gotta love it i'm all about it i thought i was gonna do that with the railroad and then i was like let me get rid of this opportunity to retire at 62. i don't want that i'm gonna start my own business there you I'm go gonna, i'm gonna punish myself watch this but so what was his reaction though? Did was was there any apprehension on his part? Like, yeah, babe, that sounds great, but uh well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's one of those things because we are we're a house of we're a two-income house. I mean, that's the way we are. So for me, you know, to have to pull back on some um on the income, that that was a, an issue. But then to see, okay, here's the growth. But one of the things too to go even go back to our benefits is I was one of those that didn't utilize, uh, I didn't file for my disability rating really? until, because again, I was one, didn't feel like that. My dad's a Vietnam vet. My husband, you know, vet. come on, Melissa, we got to go to the VA, you know, because my dad goes to the VA all the time for, you know, his healthcare. You're like, okay, you can come with me and we could start your claim. I'm like, so if I'm going to preach it, I better practice it. So I did, I filed my, I started my claim. I went through that whole process and I understand, you know, the process. Um, Cause I think it's so important because if I can, I, if I'm saying, Hey, you know what? Utilize your home loan benefits or utilize your GBI bill. I've used all those. I mean, I have, I use, you know, I go to Home Depot and I get my discount. I have veteran on my driver's license. I mean, I have my disabled veteran license plates in California. I mean, it's, but we have all these things because also too, if you're going to lead others, you got to show them. I mean, I want to say, you know, it's like, Hey, you know what? These things are possible to have, but of course, as we know, you've got to, you've got to do it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the thing too, is as we know, civilians think, Oh, we've got it all. I know, love that. Right. The VAO, your guys don't have your medical. I mean, shit, 
even my husband retired as a military. We still pay for TRICARE. It's not like, you know, when, when I $55 a month, I put out, but it's great compared to, right. But, but I, but I pay for it. Right. So, but wasn't that one of the things when we joined the military? I mean, I joined, um, in 1991. Okay. It was like, oh, stay in 20 years and you have, you know, free retirement. Yep. I mean, there is no such thing as that. I mean, we have our co-pays. We have to pay for the prescription um, for we that. You have know, good, we have a good plan. Yes. It, I, I, but we I, should have a zero dollar plan. Well, that was, uh, you'll laugh at me. So I can still remember when I retired in 14. So I went in 94 and retired in 14. And uh, the first time the the folks at the pediatrician for my kids were like, okay, that'll be $12. I was like, for what? She was like, your copay. I'm like, I got no copay. Tricare, Tricare. She was like, she was like, and I, looking back, I was like, oh, I'm a dickhead, because she was like, are you still on active duty? I'm like, no, I'm retired. She's like, yeah, that's. And now that same copay that was twelve in fourteen, and I know some people are like, what well, is shit? Well, guess what? Nobody kept you from the recruiting office. It wasn't locked up. They didn't say, aha, not you. You know, you could have walked in there too. You know, the the fo- the few of you that like, hey, I wasn't physically or whatever qualified. Look, didn't nobody keep you from going. You could have got the same thing. But I, that was a big eye opener for me. But as far as the benefits, you know what? My, I, I'm going to give you a line, Melissa. This is for you. All right. Anytime you run into a vet who doesn't want to go get their benefits, you know what you tell them? What's that? Ask them, say, hey, what? Say, well, I'll give you my bank account number so you can just go ahead and shift some money into my account because obviously you have more than you could ever need and those benefits don't matter to you. So you could just, can you just give it to me and see the face you're making right now? They're like, I mean, come on, man. I'm like, what? And you, and it's so we, you can do it all online now. Oh yeah, definitely. And the app. So I was, I had to um, submit some other stuff for another claim, but you could go on the VA app. It's fantastic. I can look my claim status. I can show you, I mean, everything's on there. I don't have to log into back to ID.me and all that stuff. But again, these are things, if we're not doing it, how can we share that with with others um, there on those, you know, the different, different benefits. And I'll share a story with, um, about a, a, a Vietnam vet, because those guys, some of those guys are like, no, I can't, you know, it's like, I can't take away from, and, and this guy was a Navy, his blue water um, veteran, you know, he was in Vietnam. And I kept saying, every time I'd see him, it took almost two years. Cause I said, every time I see you, I'm going to ask you. So then I get a text from him. It was around Thanksgiving one year. And he said, thank you so much. I got my claim and my wife can retire. Right. I mean, I get emotional just thinking about it. You get cheers for that. Seriously. But there, I mean, that's, I mean, he's, you know, 70, you know, early seventies or whatever, but that was life changing for him just a few years ago. But had he done that before. Right. But still, those are the things we have to share it in a way that people understand. And even especially with women veterans talking to women veterans, we can share things with each other that are more easy to understand because that's why I love what I do. You know, I, I have like these meetups when I travel, I, I put a word out and say, Hey, you know what? We're having a meetup here, wherever it is. 
you know, six o'clock. So then now you get, now you get women around a table again, going back to what I started of, you know, we're eating, you know, having drinks and then we're going around introducing ourselves and like, Oh, I don't have my, I don't want my benefits, but then you get your sister next to you talking about stuff. And then, right. Then, then things start to change. It's like, Oh, okay. But we have so much to do. And, um, with that, it's not all about VA healthcare. And I know the VA, I mean, that's their folk, you know, it's like, okay, we got to get women in healthcare. Yes, right. we do. But there's so many other things our, our women and our men have out there that they can utilize, not just, you know, they have, you know, your veteran benefits, and then you have your veteran healthcare uh, of that. And, and that's why I like to share, you know, different things and, you know, business ownership. I mean, there's benefits to being a veteran, whether it's, you know, no business, like I don't have to pay a business license fee. Yeah. But had I not checked that box, then I'd be paying the veteran fee. So if I didn't identify as a veteran, I think, oh, I don't think I qualify for that. So I'm not, I'm going to not check that box and pay. So these are just, I mean, there's so many little things that people don't think about and how they add up. Um, and, and each state has different benefits. Um, California, um, unfortunately, we're still one of the only few states that still tax retirement pay, which. Oh, do they really? Yeah. So I, you know, we keep trying to get some le the legislation that went through last year got further than it did before. Um, so that way, you know, my husband, you know, his retirement's taxed. Um, wow. So I don't get my retirement taxed in New York. I mean, we're, we're talking, I'm in New York and my retirement's not taxed. Yeah. I will actually tell you for as odd as it might sound as you know, New York being what we, you know, most people are like, ah, oh, this is a far left liberal, blah, 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 blah. They are a super vet friendly state. We are hugely, I mean, because at one point in time, there was multiple bases here. And now I think we're down to two, which is uh, Watertown and the, uh, the docks, the Navy Yard, the Brooklyn Navy Yard. But yeah, I mean, and, and I'm listening to things you're saying and it's, the one thing, and folks, look, if you're looking for what some Melissa's got on, you just simply Google Women Veterans Alliance. It's going to pop up. There's a million things. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Facebook, all these different organizations. She's done an amazing job of putting this out there so people can very easily find her and find what she's got going on. I can't say enough. And you kind of touched on this, and I'm going to, as a, as a, male marine or as a male veteran i know sometimes it's this is taboo for us to discuss and we're not supposed to be the ones to talk about it but the you kind of touched on it with the military sexual trauma piece i know a lot of female marines i put a lot of female marines in the marine corps and i didn't know or understand what that meant the the when you guys talk about well this happened to me Till a young lady I put in the Marine Corps called me. She's a private PFC. I'm a gunny nowhere near her. And she's like, I need, I need you. I need your help. And I'm like, what's going on? And she told me, and it wasn't a male Marine that did it. It was a female Marine that had done it. And it wasn't like, hey, get this person away from them. You know, they need to be removed. They left the predator there in the unit to harass her until finally they were like, oh, this is real. 
I mean, how, what's, I don't even know what, if, is it services that you, they offer? And folks, if you're listening to us and you're finding us, please share, please ask some questions. But do you have anything like that? Or is that because you mentioned there are other organizations that focus on that? Is that anything that you still focus on? Or do you kind of say, hey, let's send you to a service. This is what they do. Absolutely. So with, with um, MST, there's you know other organizations, whether it's SWAN, Service Women's Action Network, the Pink Berets. I mean, there's there are organizations out there that a lot of that's what their their primary focus is, and and others. So, and that's why it's important too what we what we do as well. So great example. I'm talking to a woman. And we're doing a little bit of coaching. She's like, you know, I got this great business idea and. And then we start talking about our military service and everything that she did. And, and then she just like pauses and she's like, Oh my God, she had suppressed stuff years and years and years ago that happened to her in the military. So, what do you mean? Military sexual trauma. Oh wow. She, yeah. And I find that too with others, but it was just one of those things. We're just talking about it, you know? And she's like, so it's like, okay, well, you know, here, here are some different resources, whether you, whether you want to go to the VA or the vet center, or other resources or other women organizations. So you can be able to talk to someone because I'm not, you know, we can talk about it, but I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed. Um, I don't want to give you the wrong advice, but I do want to give you a warm handoff. And here are some people and organizations that can help you work through that. Now, it, for you, I know everything's out on the left coast. You know, all, all the hippies out there on the left coast and everything. <laughs> but is there like for your network, are there any other like, oh, hey, we have somebody out in New York. We have somebody in Florida that if somebody was like, hey, I'd like to talk to somebody from Women's Veterans Alliance or have a round table like you were discussing. Are there any other groups like that? Yes, there are. So even though I'm physically here in California, we serve, actually we serve women globally and I'll talk about how we now serve women globally in a second. Um, but absolutely on our, on our website, we have, um, what's our allies directory. These are organizations that predominantly serve women throughout the U S and they're everything from a, if they just had a Facebook group to a community group, to a full blown on nonprofit, you can go and you can search that page, our directory, and you can find other organizations. But if you're looking for that one-on-one, -on -one, definitely, because we do have members. Um, we currently have over 400 paid members and definitely make that connection, however that connection is. And I, I do that all the time because a lot of people reach out to me, whether email or through the chat on our website, and they're you know looking for specific things, whether it's um, veterans or just others that may want to, well, great example, another that want to do business with women veterans, like, hey, so I started the only online directory for women veteran-owned businesses. So people could come to our site and you can search our directory for women veteran-owned businesses. And we're continuing to grow that um, year over year. So it's, it's creating these different directories in the hub, you know, to be that, that connector um, for all of that. That's pretty. Now, I mean, I got to ask, do you break it down? Like there here's army owned Marine owned businesses, Maybe yep. do you really break it? Oh, I was kidding about that. So you break it down by because I'm only looking to deal with um marine owned female businesses. And I'm kidding completely. Cause I used to tell you know I used to tell young ladies when they would join the Marine Corps and they'd be like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm tough enough. I don't know what people are gonna say. I'm like, look, 
No one's going to talk shit to you when they realize that you can hit them at 500 yards with open sights. And they'd be like, what? And I would explain it to them what going to the range was like. And they'd be like, really? I can do it. I'm like, yes, yes, you can do that too. And and I, I think, and look, folks, as you're listening to us and, and we're talking about some of the things that, that have, that go on, please don't be like, well, I would never let my child or my sister or my brother or anyone join the service because these things are going on. Understand that, and I'm, I want to get Melissa's opinion on this. The way it was once explained to me that was so eye-opening is the military is a microscope version. Microcosm. Of, right, of, of the U.S., where you have things that might happen in Chicago, in California, in Alabama, in Baltimore, in Maine, but they're all across the country. In the service, all those people are in the same location together. So instead of having whatever it is, 345 million people, and it's happening in small places, the Marine Corps is like 188,000. The Army's like a million. The Navy's like a million. The Air Force is like 800,000 or whatever the numbers are. I don't remember anymore. But it's happening on that microcosm level. So it ends up looking bigger than what it what it is on a U.S. scale. Would you agree with that? Yes. I mean, if you look at, you know, the diversity, I mean, even just with women, um, even compared to our male counterparts, we're definitely more diverse um, when we look at ethnicity. But it's I, I feel that's one of the things, too. You know, we talk about attributes, other things that we've learned in the military. I mean, you've you've learned to work with people who aren't from, like I said, they aren't from where you're from. No. And where else, where else in the world would you be able to have the opportunity um, to be able to work with with others? And, you know, that's one of those things, too, you know, whether you're having the the barbecue, you know, whether you're on base housing or ever, you know, right. Different <laughs> ethnic groups are bringing their food. So it's like, OK, you know, so you, you have this spread of whether it's, you know, lumpia or, you know, tamales or whatever, you know, it's. Do you remember the first time? like somebody's wife was from the Philippines. Cause it's always some dude's wife is from the Philippines and that aluminum tray that like aluminum tray of lumpia showed up and, and you're like, Oh, it's spring rolls. And somebody's like, no, no, that's lumpia. And you're like, I don't, I don't know what that is. And about three drinks in I'm hoarding the entire thing like this right. arms around it. Oh, I love lumpia. And, you know, and they could bring some poncet with it, too. It's good. So when I I was SK, so we I worked with a lot of Filipinos um, there. So it was, uh, yeah, fun, fun times. Yeah, I mean, they oh, that's but you know what? It's, it's funny. I saw a meme the other day that was so true. It was like all these individual cutout pictures. And it said uh, your military group or your and it was like. One was very preppy. One looked like an athlete. One was in like baggy jeans and looked like, I mean, everybody looked different. And I thought about it. I was like, if you were to see the the three guys that I hung out with the most in my early career, I was from East Baltimore. Bobby Ray Willis would tell you he was, he was a gangbanger from uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And Troy Arndt was as white bread cross country from uh all the way up in doggone uh madison wisconsin <laughs> and the three of us hung out thick as thieves i mean it was just you know the service does that for you 
with some of the groups that you're bringing together and helping these folks to connect, what has been the biggest challenge in, in just that communication piece or getting, getting female uh, service members to say, Hey, maybe I do need this assistance or maybe I should do these things. What's been the biggest challenge? I think, well, the, one of the biggest challenges, it's the way we market. What do you mean? The way we market women veterans Alliance, because like when we first started, people were putting us into what they wanted it to be. So it's not, you know, no, this, so our primary focus is professional. And then there's all these other things too, that we can help get connected to. So it's, Getting past that because oh you're a woman veterans group you you help with homeless you help with MST yes oh, that's not our our thing is we're help hopefully we're helping to prevent homelessness because we're giving her resources we're helping her you know with BA benefits we're helping her with job we're helping her with her rest you know all these things that can help that because again that's the thing it's like oh you're a woman veterans group um, here and that's and there are great groups that you know do things but a lot of times again we put it get put in that charity bucket and a couple of times a month at least i'll get a call where someone wants to donate their grandma's clothes or the mother's clothes because she just died and they would love to give it for women veterans and i say no um to me that's very that's very degrading i mean that that just um just diminishes what the sacrifice that we made that you want to give me someone's old clothes to give right. to women veterans or you want to and then these are these are things that happen you want to give me the um toiletries that you've collected at a hotels for women veterans okay yeah that's a weird one to me i'm with you it's like okay but yeah i mean granted okay if you have stand down or you're collecting things but don't automatically i rather you say hey you know what we've got you know 500 gift cards from macy's i want to bless a woman veteran today that's the call right. i want to get i want women i want people to think of women veterans and help elevate us not you know look at us with pity or charity i get exact what you mean and that kind of rolls into my next question and don't take this in a bad way but why do we need you like i mean honestly and truthfully and i don't mean that in a mean way you know we 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 talk about like Hey, we have a VA, we have a service organization. It's been around for a long time there, but why do we need wounded warriors? Why do we need still serving vets? Why do we need women's veterans alliance? Why do we need these? If we've got a, what the heck's our budget? Almost a trillion dollars mm -hmm. for, for it. I mean, it's gotta be somewhere close to that, but why do we need all these outside groups? To help veterans well one it's if you're talking about the the veterans administration is not equipped to handle that that's why there's number one that's why there's their need for all these other organizations whether it's mine or window warrior project or organizations that um, provide service dogs because the va is not that's not their that's not their mission to do that and of course as we know they are a government entity they are a federal you know agency and for them to make a lot of men make any changes, you got to get congressional approval. So you have they have restraints, right? That's with anybody works for government. So if they can be smart about it, and when I first started, the VA locally 
it took a while to get a relationship with them, you know, like a reciprocal. It's like, oh no, you know, we can't have you here. We can't do these things. Oh yeah. It's gotten better because you have to look at the community. You need the VA, you need private companies, you need individuals, you need community groups, you need VSOs to be able to serve our, our veteran community. Um, and if you, if you don't have those, then what happens? I mean, that's, it wouldn't be good. Right. Uh, and that's why we can't depend upon the VA. And also too, as we look at our women veteran population, our population is increasing year over year. Is the VA equipped right now if I need to go get a pap smear and a mammogram? They might have to have me go out to community care. They, they could. Or does my VA have a, a full up and running women's health clinic, which they should, because um, I was part of the Deborah Samson Act. But see, there's all there's all these things. It's, and that's why the VA has to go to community care, because they can't they can't help um, with that. So that's why there is there is a need. They need people that can speak freely and that can have whether you call it, you know, have unrestricted funds to be able to do things and, and make shit happen. I mean, that's, I love what I get to do because I don't have to get approval from somebody right. or wait for someone to say, oh, I, you know, before I make a change in a sentence, I'm like, no, I'm going to say it and it's going to happen. It's shit. I'll stay up tonight and make sure it happens. So tomorrow morning that's happening, but that's what we need. We need people to make things happen, but still understand that we're all in this ecosystem together and we need to help each other. And we also need all our civilian counterparts to help because, you know, we're very veterans, a very small percentage. We need those other people um, financially. Right. It's like, why should like, and I have, um, so I have women veterans lines and I have women veterans giving, which is a nonprofit that I started. Why should it, why should you know, those funds be always donations from women veterans. We need to, other people right, need to feel, need to bring those monies into not just my organization, but other organizations, because one, we made that sacrifice. And if, um, and I'm not even drinking, so I could, you know, just think if I had a, if I had a couple in me, we look, I mean, yeah, get you a bottle of new Scotland spirits. Hey, there we go. I mean, there we go. But it's like, you know, and it goes back to the whole thing of, um, you know, and I'm sure there's people listening like, oh, she, you know, she's full of it or whatever. But I live this every day. I live with, that's my job is veterans. Myself, you know, not just my family, but talking to veterans all day and, and then learning more. But, you know, it's it's great when you say thank you for your service on Veterans Day, but got to do a little bit more, you know. And that, and that free Bloomin' Onion at Outback, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> great if you like the Bloomin' Onion. Oh, don't, don't forget about Golden Corral. You can hey, have you ever gone to Golden Corral on Veterans Day? Um, I have not, but I'll tell you, I have uh I could tell you women veterans who have gone who've been carded. They didn't card the guys in the front, but they, oh, they really? asked for their IDs. Oh yeah, that happened. Yes. Oh, oh that was God. not that was not good because again, the assumption, right? That's the whole right. guy with that. But how, how else and I think too is maybe our communities just don't know how they can help veterans, you know, that's like, and that's what we have to do too. And that's why I liked, I love when I get to go and speak to, you know, whether it's the rotary group or other organizations that are, you know, predominantly civilians or, um, you know, to share with them, okay, these are things that we can, you can do to be able to help our veterans, hire our veterans, help our, you know, veterans, you know, anything it's, it's time or money, right. That's regardless of how you would do the time to, 
connect somebody with somebody else or you know you have the the funds to be able to to help um with that so we granted we're not at war so also too and veterans groups have said this too is you know you're seeing starting to see a decline in you know, like donations and other things right because guess what you know with them that's not being at war it's like oh okay the you know the veterans right. it's not it's not top of mind to be able to do that granted they'll wave their flags on you know fourth of july memorial day and so other stuff but so that means these groups have to work even harder in other ways to find funds to continue because people are still getting out of the military. People are still going in, even though there's, you know, recruiting challenges, but that's not, you know, but that's a whole nother animal. Yeah. Yes. So there's still the population like with women veterans, you know, we're 2 million of us and that's, you know, increasing year over year. So we have to, how do we continue to help them? Um, and that's why, that's why I feel it's important for me to do what I do so I can help educate other people. I, I, I love what you got going on. And folks, we're getting ready. We're about almost time to close the bar here soon. And, and again, if you're finding me through Melissa or Melissa through me, make sure you're giving this a like, giving this a share, giving this a follow. Uh, it might sound cliche, but that's how this message gets out. That's how her message gets out. And make sure you're checking out Women Veterans Alliance. Uh, now, you mentioned something that, I kind of, I'm weird about it because I never know the right way to answer it. And maybe we'll, we'll bring it up. And I bring it up to a lot of veterans is when people go, thank you for your service. And I'm always like, thank you. You're welcome. Like, do you ever, do you ever feel uncomfortable when people say, thank you for your service? Like, well, yeah. let me tell you, Sean, that you probably get a lot cliche. more time. You, you get a lot more than I do. Well, I put it out there a lot. I'm like, I, I have no problem in, in putting it out there. But you've already said, like, some women veterans, they don't like to put it out there the same way. But it almost feels like cliche sometimes to me because people don't know how to react to us as veterans and what to say other than somebody said, well, make sure you thank them for their service. Yeah. You know, and it was a very post- uh, golf war coming home then 9-11 but is there like how do you feel about that does it feel cliche to you when people say that or do you kind of like no okay I, I i'm good with this and i got to follow up for why i'm asking that yes to me it's my opportunity to to educate and, and if i'm able to take that further with them because i'm um great example my husband and i he looks like a marine you know or 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 a soldier, but heaven forbid someone call him a soldier, then, you know, um, uh, but I can have veteran, you know, and I have, you know, shirts that say veteran on the back of this shirt, it, you know, has, you know, veteran on there. They'll bypass me and, and go to, to him. Like it was his shirt. Yes. So oh, you're, you're he, shirt right now, right? He wouldn't have in the time that he had it on. He had the SM. Oh, F uh, I know the shirt. Uh, SF, SFMF. Yes. Yeah. Great. So yeah, that's right. Yep, really, shirt. Yes. Who's going to know what that is um, right. with that? But I always, um, I always have something on that says I'm a veteran. Like I have a lady better necklace. I'll have a hat. I'll have or, or shirt or I have a pin. I do it not because I'm looking for it. Thank you for your service. I'm looking at it because I hope I find other women. Okay. That's so it's kind of your billboard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm a there. walking billboard when I'm walking and I travel a lot when I'm walking through that airport or getting on that plane. You're absolutely right. I've, I've got something on that shows I served in the military. 
because I want to find someone. And the reason I asked that question is, is I think people don't like they want to. They want to do something to say, hey, look, you know, it's like that bumper sticker. If you can read this, thank a teacher. If you can read this in English, thank a vet. I yeah. love that bumper sticker. Um, it, but they don't know how to thank us, what to do, uh, and how to get into those things. Because so they think, well, I'm just going to say this. What you know, if somebody wanted to to reach out to you and reach out to Women Veterans Alliance, and again, folks, just Google it. It pops right up. It go on the LinkedIn, LinkedIn and Facebook. It'll pop up. How could somebody donate to you or, or, you know, don't send, look folks, don't send her grandma's old, old, old clothes. Uh, that's not going to work. That's not what we're talking about here, but how could somebody reach out to you or how, what would be the right way to support a female veteran for, in your opinion? Different ways. I mean, one, of course, you know, the nonprofit, we're always accepting donations, but just, I mean, we have the chat, you know, if you go into our website, just send us a, a chat or send us a contact us. Cause you want to, you know, learn more on how you can help because there's so many different ways that um, people can help. But I do want to put a quick plug out because we're getting ready to launch um, women veterans, Pennsylvania magazine. Um, that'll be out before June 12th, which is women veterans recognition day. And um, Friday is the deadline for any, um, articles or photos or advertising so if anyone's on here uh, if you're from pennsylvania stationed in pennsylvania submit articles submit your photo because on the cover we have all of women veterans in uniform and out of uniform on our cover so we are looking for those where right is pacheco now. right now I, I i put so many i put so many female that's where i recruited out of was pennsylvania well, there you go. You got to, hey, uh, you'll have to send me, send me a link. I'll, I'll make sure I have to look through. I have like way too many people on Facebook, but I'll look through my Facebook. Uh, one of the Marines I put in Pacheco was a true, you, you know, the lioness group. Yes. She is a real lioness, not, and I, I sent her the, the link to that TV show that was out for oh, a little yeah. bit, the lioness TV show. She was yeah. like, look, yeah. I wish I Oh, we froze. Did I lose you? Yep, you're still there. We okay. She was like, I wish I got the shower and put makeup and do all those things. She's like, and she told me the they would be with the male Marines. The male Marines would, would leave a village and they would be there to talk to the, the female villagers. And as soon as the males left, that's when the those punk ass uh Taliban, the the vagines that they are would be like, Oh, it's nothing but women there. We'll attack now. And then not realizing, well, hey, asshole, this is a bunch of female Marines. And they would repel them. And she's like, that happened all the time. But she, she's from, she's right there well, in PA. I'm trying to think of some of the other. I don't have a lot of other contacts. I have to think about who else is out there. But please, yeah, that's, please, we got to, you know. The, that's so cool. Get get now, that out there. Now, is that your magazine or is yes, that? Is. No, now, why is Pennsylvania? Well, we started um so we started, we already launched California and Texas two, um, two years ago. And you can see, 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 these are all the pictures. So Pennsylvania will be like the outline of Pennsylvania and all the photos in there. Um, so the reason it's Pennsylvania is we need to have collaborators and partners in those states. And just so happens in Pennsylvania, um, they said, you know what, we want to bring this. Um, and there's certain criteria you have to have for us to work on it, but it's, um, I'm the co-publisher. It's me and one other person. She's an Air Force veteran, and this is this is our our publication. 
wait a sec. So the Navy and the Air Force are putting this public. Why can't you get any Marines? Like, come on now. Yeah. What's well, going on here, Melissa? Well, we only have the two people publishing it, but we have contributors like articles I mean, that are written by other people. In, in the get you, in the, you know who I got to introduce you to as I'm thinking about it? I haven't talked to her in damn near 15 years. Patty Lewis. I got to get you in contact with Patty Lewis. Patty Lewis is an absolute bulldog in Pennsylvania. Uh, Blue star mother who has been helping vets. She would know on the Eastern side of the state. She would know everybody. I have to find her information. Okay. I know I got her on LinkedIn. I hope she's still around. I haven't talked to her in a long time, but Patty Lewis. See, this is also what the other thing, folks, you want to talk about a small world. It's a smaller service network where, where we all get together and we all, this is how it happens. And if you're listening to this and you're going, well, wait a sec. My aunt was a veteran. My cousin was a veteran. My uncle was a veteran and his, you know, his kids were veteran. Like, listen, folks, this is how we get it. And I know we're talking mainly about female veterans right now, but there's an organization for all of us. There, there's space for all of us. And, and listen, it's not nothing against the VFW, nothing against the American Legion. We're not talking about social clubs. They are, they are really more social clubs. We are talking about real things. I'll tell you what endeared me to Melissa. And I'm going to tell tell this story was when we met and you'll have to correct me on the number, but you were like, yeah, we just got a, was it a hundred thousand for a female business owner? Or you had just gotten a hundred thousand for female veteran business owners like a year ago. What, what was that? Like, I remember you telling me about it. And You're I was talking like, about for our small business award for small business owners. Yeah. Yes. So we were, um, we're not a, not a hundred thousand donated, um, for that, but that's something we're, we're working on, um, for the small business. And let me just bring this up real quick before you do that. Cause I want to do another plug. Cause if we don't that's say stuff, then... do it, come on, let's go. Yes. Yeah, so my show. I can do whatever I want to do. So okay. Come on. All right. We got well, all the time we want. Sounds good. So we had, um, in 2017, we started the, the Women Veterans Giving Small Business Award. We've given over $20,000 to date to women veterans to start or expand her business. All grass, grassroots. I don't have any corporate sponsors. We just find ways. Starting, it hasn't been announced yet, but later in March, we're going to go to a quarterly. So we're going to give a woman veteran up to $5,000 every quarter for her to start or expand her business. No shit. So we feel that that way we can help infuse more cash, not just the once a year, but every quarter. So of course, you know, the more you know grants or other funding sources we can get can help. But also too, we just don't give her the money. You know, there right. is assessments that she um, has. There's coaching. There's you know, we want to make her stronger um, there, and that's one of the things that we do with um, women veterans giving is giving that money not just the money, but other resources, get her connected to other, you know, other grants or other pitches like, Hey, did you see this? Um, so that's going to be opening up. So that's why you should get on our email list, go to women veterans Alliance, get on our email list. You don't oh. have to be a member to get our, our email updates. That way you're in the know of what's, what's happening. Look, I, listen, folks, here's what I'm doing right now. You see my phone. I'm going through my phone as Melissa's talking. And I'm thinking, cause this is, because this is my my version of ADD, and if you know any other veterans, this is what we do. We all, we have to do it at that moment, 
Because if I don't do shit as I'm thinking about it, it doesn't exist. It's not real. And I'm passing on. That's as simple as all you got to do is taking this show, pass it on to somebody who you know, hey, you got a business. You're, look, I'll even, here's one for you, folks. If you know someone who owns a small business and they make pretty good scratch off of it, one of the things, guess what they're always looking for is places to donate, places to give money to, because I'm going to say it in a very self-centered way. If you're just looking, they need tax write-offs, so they need places. And guess what? Melissa is more than happy to be their tax write-off. I'll say it for her so she doesn't have to sound like, like she's the one doing it. I'll do it for her. She would be more than happy to be your tax write-off and to help veter- veterans women. She would be more than happy to have not three publications of her magazine, but 50 publications of her magazine. Make it 51. We'll add Puerto Rico in there also. There's a lot of female veterans down in Puerto Rico. We serve, I serve with them. So we'll make it 51 copies of her magazine. Take a moment, go on to Women Veterans Alliance. This, look, you should do it every month, but if you're just looking for a particular month, this October, when instead of, you know, wearing your, your just your pink ribbon, you can wear a pink camouflage ribbon. And then you see that I'm just created that for you, just for you, Melissa. You like that? Right. Uh, you can wear a pink camouflage ribbon to support women veterans who need your support. Stop being a pig headed chauvinist who thinks that they can't do it. Look, I got it in your day, this in your day that look, I watch female veterans go from a mile and a half run to three miles in the Marine Corps from a flexed arm, hang to dead hang pull-ups. Guess what? They're doing the same shit that the males are doing. There's no difference anymore. Stop being lazy. Stop being cheap. I don't normally get on my high horse like this, but go help out Melissa. Go see what they've got going on. Go to women's veterans Alliance and just, you know, be a good human. Those of you that are popping on over here on uh, Instagram, I thank you so much. Whiskey Rosemary, thanks for popping on there and checking us out. But you know what? Help out these organizations, support them, see what they've got going on. I, I can't say enough. I love what you're doing, Melissa. I really do. Uh, now I'm going to throw one out there to you. Okay. Now, Nate's not here. Nate didn't pop one. I have to correct him when I get a chance. He's normally always here. But if he was here, I'd know what he would ask you. And okay. this is always an important question that he asks. Uh, Did you, in your time, but you were in the Navy, so I don't even know if you ever even had this before. Did you have a go-to MRE? No, I didn't do MREs. See, I knew it. You, oh. it, was, it was, I was on ships. Yeah. It was yeah. 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 But I'll tell you something. Come I'll on. I'll tell you about MREs. Some, about some MREs. guy who still likes to eat those. He's not here right now, but we have some in our cupboard because every now and then he <laughs> MRE. Listen to me. Like there's nothing wrong, as I used to, as I like to tell folks, with the four fingers of death. That's the uh, Frankfurters and and the beef stew. Those are some those are some of my absolute favorites. I, I love those those MREs. They're they're some of my favorites, you know, they're, they're good stuff. They're good for you. They'll put a little hair on your chest. Uh, now, is it just any of your kids? I don't know if you have kids or not. Any of them looking to go into service? Yay, uh, nay. Nope, she's not, but she's a huge supporter. She comes with me to do events and works the table and talks to women. And absolutely. So she's, that's, she, she's, she's helping, she's serving. 
in her her way. She's found, she found a way to, to do her part in the serve. I love it. Look, folks, uh, I'm going to say it. I just got off my high horse, but one more time. Make sure you're going to Women's Veterans Alliance. If you're finding me through through Melissa or Melissa through me, this is a great organization. I donate to them. Make sure you're taking the time. Make sure you're you're supporting her. Make sure you're you're providing to that organization. Uh, you're sharing. You're liking this. It it really truly does matter, folks. It's hard to explain to you. And coming up, we're staying on the veteran thing, keeping keeping the veteran piece going. Next next week on the sh- on the show, we have from the website from military to millionaire. Maybe we have to get you introduced. I mean, we're talking millionaires here. Oh. From military to millionaire. We have uh, David Pierre coming on. David, uh, prior service, has been on a bunch of podcasts, done all kinds of stuff. So he's coming on, uh, or David Joseph Pierre, P-E-R-E. I think that's how you pronounce that, Pierre. That's how I, I want to pronounce this, Pierre. Piri, Piri, I don't know. I'm horrible with names. I was never a good gunny in that way. Like Marines would show up and I'd be like, I would just butcher your name and I'd be like, and that was the only time I could get away with it as a gunny is just to butcher your name. But David's going to be on on with me next next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you're you're joining us, checking out that because that kind of goes hand in hand with what you got going on. It's a folks. If you didn't know it, at one point in time, a third of the Fortune 500 were Marines. If you didn't know that at one point in time, uh, just in general. As veterans, we've kind of been taught mission-oriented, get shit done. Look at Melissa, mission-oriented, getting shit done. So now, Melissa, don't log off on me. We got one more one more thing we have to do here before I can let you go. Okay. Now, I know this is episode 225. We talked about it. You binged all 225 of them. You absorbed as much of this as a, any human could possibly absorb of the Above the Bar podcast. So yeah. you know what would be coming up now, which is the guest always gets the final word. So what's our final word tonight, Melissa? Final word. Check out our conference, April 27th, Women Veterans Engage. It's on our website. Alrighty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been a this ah, this has been a second front podcast presentation found on Apple, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. 